Hi everyone, welcome to Who Can It Be Now? Today we have a really special episode with Sheila Seppi, and it's all about incarnation and walk-ins and the integration process. And let me tell you something, this is not a topic that I know anything about. I'm not even sure how I feel about it. And my um, assistant, Laura, she schedules all the teachers for Membership for Your Soul, and she finds people who have expertise of things that I don't have. So Sheila came across her findings, and um, she was going to do a class on, I think, shamanism or something else. And then when I got on to interview Sheila, I saw the topic, because I don't know anything until I do the interview, which you're about to hear, and I was like, what the F is this? What? How did this get in? And talking with Sheila and hearing her story and everything she went through, it was so great. This is why I love Membership for Your Soul. And if you're thinking about trying it out, we have this great dollar trial offer. Go to the show notes. You can read about it and click on that and get a dollar offer to come in there for 30 days because we have teachers like her that come in and teach this incredible material, things that I don't even know about or even I'm not even sure how I feel about them. And they're just truly magical people. So you're going to enjoy this conversation. When we did it, um, the conversation live, people were just just loving the information. And they were like, oh my goodness, that's me. That's happened to me, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you'll, you'll hear me. I'm like, you were a walk-in and you had three friggin' kids? Like you walked into a life with three kids? What the F? Like, oh shoot, man, no thank you. But um you know, she was fine with it. And actually one of her children is a walk-in. So go check that out. So you'll hear a little music, you'll get the episode. And if you're liking what you're hearing, these are the types of teachers that we have in Membership for Your Soul. We have an incredible community of people. They practice reading circles. There's tons of classes in there and all sorts of things that you can learn and you can try it out for a dollar. So uh, check out the show notes, grab that link and check it out. Listen to the episode. And if you like it, Rate, review, subscribe, and share. And I will be seeing you on the other side of the music. So we're talking to Sheila, guys. Uh, hi, everyone. And welcome to, oh, this goes on my podcast. So I have to really be super clear as I, as I introduce you. Um, okay. Hi everyone, it's Marilyn Delorey and welcome to this great interview with Sheila. And we were just talking a little bit about her dog and life stuff, which we'll get into in a minute. Um, I want to just making sure we're live on Facebook and then we are live here, which I'm super excited about to talk to Sheila because I don't know Sheila. So this is gonna be a really exciting conversation. Um, I wanna, Sheila is one of the guest teachers on Membership for Your Soul. She's doing a class called, check out this title, you ready? walk-ins and the incarnation and integration process which is like i cannot wait to talk to her to hear about this and then when you hear about her story so i'm going to tell you a little about sheila and then i promise you i'm going to let her talk i say this all the time and i do um so the title of the lesson that's the title of the talk the title of the lesson is walk-ins cosmology of the soul so this is definitely an area where I am not an expert, which is why I love being bringing people onto Membership for Your Soul, because I'm not an expert in a lot of these areas. And when we bring people like Sheila on to teach something that she has lived through, it changes people's lives. Because first, it's a, such a blessing for me to be able to bring such incredible experts on. Second of all, 
it's changes, it's a domino effect and people get educated by so many different teachers. So if you want to learn about membership for your soul, go to membershipforyoursoul.com and check it out. And um, that's what I'll tell you, but we're going to tell you about Sheila now. Sheila Seppi, am I saying your last name right? Yes. Uh-huh. Seppi is a soul exchange walk-in. She entered the body, did you hear my Brooklyn? She entered the body of a 38-year-old woman with three children. First of all, I got to say, Sheila, <laughs> I'm not sure, we're going to talk. I'm not sure that's a body you want to enter with three children. <laughs> now it's probably okay, but you'll tell me. And was immediately healed from documented illnesses. She took on a new personality with spiritual gifts and memories she didn't even believe she, believe in. Her life was transformed and she has never been the same. Schiller is an author, speaker, multidimensional life coach, healer, regression therapist, and teacher. She obtained her bachelor degree in metaphysics and master's degree in metaphysical sciences from the University of Metaphysical Sciences in California. So I wanna give them your website right away because I want them to learn about where they can find and read more about you and I'll be repeating it through it. But what is your website, Sheila? It's SheilaSeppi.com, S-H-E-I-L-A-S-E-P-P-I.com. And if they do sign up for uh, the mailing list, then they will receive the first chapter of my book that I wrote that really gives in-depth information about my story. Love that. I got chills with that, guys. So go and check out her website, Sheila Seppi, and we'll put it in the comments in Facebook as well. And it'll be in the show notes of the podcast, SheilaSeppi.com. And I'll make sure it's in Zoom as well. And check her out and get that chapter. So Sheila, how are you? I'm great. Oh, yeah, I'm so really you, good. You have to. So she has a little dog there that we're all gonna. She's gonna keep an eye on. Um, but tell us that story. This story, like, what happened? How did you know it? Like, I'm gonna have a lot of questions. So I just want to hear your story. Okay. Um, as you heard, I was 38 years old when this event happened, and what led up to it is uh, starting in my 20s, I began to experience all types of odd symptoms in my body. And I went to the Roanoke, I was in Virginia, I went to the Roanoke Neurological Association, and they said, oh, you know, we might, you might have brain tumors. That may be what's causing some of these symptoms. I'm like, oh my God. And they're like, but the only thing to know for sure is we do a biopsy. I'm like, I think, you know, I'll pass on that. And then they gave me the news of uh, the likelihood of my having the beginning stages of MS was very, very high. Oh and that I really needed to start preparing my life in the event that this manifest. And that was exactly, you know, what was going on. And so life went on. I ended up developing chronic fatigue. I had migraines every day. I was diagnosed with fibromyalgia. Then in my 30s, I was walking down my staircase. I had two border collies at the time and they were running. So I went to hold myself with the railing and my clavicle just shattered. Oh, and so when I went to the hospital, they immediately sent me to Duke University. The next thing I know, I've got an oncologist and I'm being told that I have bone cancer and that they're going to actually take out this portion of the clavicle. I still have the scar. They were taking out this portion of the clavicle, going to replace it with hip bone. And I would be in physical therapy for about six months learning to rewalk. They said, that's going to be the worst part. Just, you know, all the time recovering. So we went in, we had the surgery, lo and behold, they got in, there was no bone cancer. 
They had no explanation for what happened. They're like, uh, 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 you know, on the scans and here, uh, uh, you know, they were just speechless. And so the next thing that started happening is my health just started this downward spiral. Mm -hmm. Absolutely no energy. And honestly, Celebrex was my best friend. I could not open and close my hands. Now, looking back, it was probably rheumatoid arthritis setting in. Um, and I ended up having what's called sarcoidosis and erythema nodosum, which are both severe autoimmune diseases and it left me walking with a cane because it was so painful hold on a second Sheila people on membership is is it my computer that's freezing or is it hers I want to see if you can hear me go ahead so you you said that you started walking with a cane mm-hmm and then, I started walking with a cane yeah. and I spent a majority of my time on the couch playing with my children um, uh, because I was just too weak to get up and walk. And I was in also in a very dysfunctional marriage. And so I went to bed in all of this pain, mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, very, you know, just felt like I was just giving up because it didn't I did everything the doctors told me and I kept getting worse and worse. And so I went to bed this way and what seemed like to me, it was early in the morning, but it seemed like it was around seven o'clock in the morning. It felt as if someone reached down, grabbed me by the hair, pulled me bolt right up in bed, and it was like lightning ran through my body. And it was the most visceral experience of electricity that I've ever had. And then I found myself in white space. Now, I don't know how long I was in the white space, but I knew I was out of pain. I felt very comfortable. I was feeling extremely peaceful, which I had not had in a long, long time. And I was I pretty much like where I was at, but all of a sudden my peripheral vision started coming in and then my frontal vision. And I found myself sitting upright in my bed and I'm looking around and everything is the same, but everything is different. And I mean different like, I, as I looked at, say, like a piece of clothing hanging across my chair, it was like the clothing was telling me the last place it was worn. And it actually was my husband's clothes, not mine. When I got up and I walked on the carpet, it was as if I was experiencing carpet for the first time. Just, you know, the softness and the gushiness. And I'm like, this is really weird. What is going on? And then as I walked by the mirror, I just stopped and started staring at myself. And it was as if I was looking out of someone else's eyes at a reflection that I didn't even recognize. And I was like, oh my God, looking at my hair and looking at my eyes and looking at my teeth and all of these odd things. And then as I was walking through the house to come out of the bedroom, I started remembering past lives and I did not believe in them the night before I went to bed, people had told me about Shirley McLean's book. And I'm like, that's the biggest bunch of who it's a cop out. No, no, no. But that just shows how in a box that I was and how naive my belief system was at the time. So I had no foundation for what was happening to me or what was even going to continue happening for a while. 
And then, you know, as I walked in and I smelled the air, it was like I was experiencing air for the first time. And then I started having memories about healing modalities that I had never studied. And that started to really freak me out. Then I started having memories about universal truths that I did not believe in, nor could I, I didn't even have a framework Mm -hmm. to even begin to understand what was coming through. Then I noticed that I really couldn't remember a lot about like, what day is it and where am I and and all of those types of things. And over the course of the next few days, I, wait, it broke broke up again. Over the course of the next few days, Mm -hmm. my personality totally changed by everyone what they said you're not the same person what happened to you it's like well I don't know you know and I would try to explain what happened and they would all look at me as if I was crazy now my background was in psychology so the first thing that came to mind is between the illness and the stress of the marriage and everything that I was having a psychotic break because that made sense to me these new memories did not make sense to me. The fact that I could not remember all of the details of the birth of my children did not make sense to me. The fact that all of a sudden I'm remembering things, I'm eating different things, I'm acting differently did not make sense to me. Even way yes, was totally so within three months I had left that marriage. And then within another three months, I had moved to an adjoining state and accepted another position. And I was working for a congressman. And during the time that I was there meeting uh, and, you know, touring the new facility where I would be working, I uh, stayed overnight and I picked up the phone directory and I was just flipping through it. I mean, who does that? But I was flipping through the phone directory and in the back was an ad for a spiritual psychologist for spiritual counseling. And I thought, okay, psychologist, that felt really good. This lady had her PhD, so I wasn't too worried that she didn't know what she was doing. And the fact that it was counseling, it's like, I feel like I need that because I couldn't, I couldn't understand what was happening. I thought I was literally going crazy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it, it was probably the best thing that could have happened to me meeting this lady because she was of Hopi lineage. And after a couple sessions and maybe even during the first session, I, and I can't really remember the exact time, but she leaned across the desk and she said, you know, honey, there's really nothing wrong with you. I believe what you're experiencing is not a psychotic break, but that you're a walk in. I had never heard that term to me and it almost made me angry because it's like, I came here for answers. Actually, I went there for medication thinking I could get a little blue pill. I could take it. Life would go back to normal. Right. But she explained to me that, um, because she was Hopi and she grew up on the reservations that her grandmother had explained to her that sometimes there are soul contracts where one soul will leave and another soul will assume that life. But when they do, they have to take on all the karmic agreements, all the soul contracts, and they have to clear all of that up 
before they can actually begin to implement the reason that they chose to come in. And so that was called a soul exchange walk-in. And okay, I'm a soul exchange walk-in. I still couldn't really wrap my brain around it. And so for the next couple of years, I began my integration process. And by uh, the integration process, I was studying with this teacher and I learned to shamanically travel. And I learned the basics of shamanism and how to work with the energies and the directions and all of the spirits. That made sense to me. And for the first time in a couple of years, something actually made sense. And so I could travel to the upper world and meet with guides. I could travel to the lower world. I was doing astral travel and I was doing all of this stuff. And that is where I began to understand truly who I was because I could accept what I was being told by all of the guides and beings that I was working with. And it explained to me that I had come from a collective of beings. And now within this collective of beings, um, like right now, we're having a human experience. And so we would be considered an earth being. But I had had other lifetimes where I was Arcturian or I was angelic or I was Palladian. But I had experienced all of these various lifetimes. And even like right now, we could be having multidimensional experiences mm -hmm. and having other lifetimes. But all of those dimensions of myself had pulled back together and I was in like the fullness of my soul, of who I truly was. And that aspect of that, the, that soul had merged with other souls that were in their fullness. And we had made up a collective of beings mm -hmm. with like mind, like mission. And we were traveling in the Andromedan system when we heard or felt kind of sensed this vibration from Gaia coming up, asking for assistance. And so we left and came and there were other multidimensional beings there in collectives that we merged with. And together we all enshrouded the planet and began working on the Earth's crystalline grid system. Mm. Now, in our time, that would have been back like in the early 80s, and we were preparing things for the concordance and the convergence and the great awakening as people begin to wake, to wake up more and more to the truth of who they are, which is souls having a human experience. And when the soul of this, the original soul of the body, the natal soul, cried out to be released, then there was a resonance because that soul had been Arcturian and that soul was tired and weak, but there had been an energetic framework laid in the etheric body that would allow for Arcturian energy to come in. And from the collective that I was in, this is the aspect that was chosen to come in. And because I could come into a very sick body without frying it because of the energetic framework. One sec, I have to grab my dog. I'm so sorry. That's okay. I want you, I know you get it. So the dogs are like responding. I am so sorry. So it's actually good because you've said so many profound things that I kind of want to go back, but I want to 
there might've been something that you wanted to button up at that moment. It's such an incredible story. So I want to give that back to you, but there's just things I want to go back to because it's such a, a, an important conversation. Sure. Okay. So I was the aspect that came in mm -hmm. and over the course of the next few days and the next few months and even the next few years, I began to heal the biology of the system, created new neuropathways in the brain that would allow for more and more of that soul energy to come in. So now, not only do I embody the Arcturian, but I'm beginning to embody all of those aspects of the collective, which were the angelic and the Syrian and the mantis and all of those different aspects kind of all woven together with the Christ consciousness. And so the soul that was in this body left and went back to the Arcturians to have soul restoration and healing because it was a very traumatic life for her. And so I, over the course of the past 23 years, have really been, you know, raising my children, getting them grown and working to clear up the biology of this body to clean out old residual you know habits and patterns that really do not serve this body so that i could begin my mission i'm sorry i had a mute because my dog is barking so i did so these three kids are your kids they they, yeah. they were the kids to they they were birthed the oldest daughter um was adopted by the husband at the time right and the soul at that time sheila okay. one we'll call it okay so sheila one then gave birth to this to the children okay do these kids accept what you're saying today absolutely because okay. First off, the oldest child, when I told her that I was a walk-in, said, thank God, Mom. I'm so glad you told me. I kept telling my friends, nobody changes that much. And it was overnight, just like that. Um, and so she accepted it because she knew she had witnessed the old yeah. person to the new person. My six-year-old and three-year-old, I was just mom and a cooler version because now I could play with them and run and go outside. And as they got older, and when I met my spiritual teacher, they would also be introduced to all what we called our circle sisters because we all would meet, you know, throughout the month and we would have seasonal ceremonies. And they had lots of aunties growing up, probably more than they wanted. You know, <laughs> so they they were introduced to spirituality or alternative thinking or however you want to look at it um, at a very young age. And so these concepts were concepts that they grew up with. And mm -hmm. my daughter is very, very gifted. She um, really is an animal communicator. She does not do like sessions or anything like that, but she uses it in her work as a dog trainer. Mm, and she also hard. does some work with the ASPCA and, you know, a lot of different things. But then my son, believe it or not, is also a walk-in. Mm -hmm. And so part of the mission I came in was to prepare really for him to come. And he is an angelic soul infusion. Do you, were you aware of when that happened at his age? Like, did you see the change when he had the walk-in or did he have the walk-in very early on before? 
uh, he was age seven. And okay. what I noticed about that situation, there was a flu that was going around and we'd had him to the doctor's Oh, wait, it's breaking up again. You had him to the doctors. Go ahead. It's frozen right now. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. There you go, Sheila. Yeah. We had him to the doctors multiple times and there was a bad flu going around. So they kept telling us that it was just the flu, but actually what it was is his appendix had ruptured and mm. he was asymptomatic for appendicitis because it had grown back into his intestines. And so when it ruptured, it was cushioned, but the intestines absorbed everything mm. as did the abdominal cavity. And when you've got that kind of poison internally, then you end up, you know, going sepsis and he had peritonitis and it was such to the state that really he was on death's door. And we knew that. Um, and when we took him to the hospital. They were going to do exploratory surgery because they still didn't know it was appendicitis. And um, when the doctor left the room and he laid the bed back, it caused such pain in him. He began speaking, and I don't think it was light language, but he began speaking in a tongue that I recognized as very, very ancient. And my husband and I just looked at our at, looked at each other because my current husband looked at each other because this big voice was coming out of this tiny, little, sick, frail body speaking a language that we never heard before. And I knew that it was so crying out to be released. I was petrified because I did not want to lose him because even though this soul did not birth the, the bodies of these children, I came in with an immediate love for them, my mom and my dad. I was disconnected from everybody else. But with these children, man, I just, you know, I love them body, mind and soul. So it's so, so fascinating and so interesting to me. Um, Go to a, a, Arcturian. Is that a planet? There is a planet called Arcturus. And now I have to say for until like the last five years and maybe not even that long, maybe even two years, I have been kind of under a, uh, some type of a restraint where I was not supposed to be studying anything mm -hmm metaphysical. I bought hundreds and hundreds of books because I was just drawn to them, literally. And I would start to read a paragraph or two. I'd lose the book. I'd have to fall asleep. Mm -hmm. Whatever it was, I was not allowed to read. And what finally happened, um, wait a minute, can, can you go back and ask the original question? Cause I was getting off on a different train. Of no, thought. because it's actually, you're reading a question that I have in my mind. So I'm actually <laughs> going to ask the other question, which was you have an incredible profound amount of information about what happened to you and also about, about what you need and other downloads and stuff. I'm not going to get into it. Did that happen over a period of time? That's the question you're actually asking, answering right now, which is the other question I have. Okay. So let's start there and then I'll go into the other one. Um, did you, how did you, how long did it take to learn everything you're learning, right? You learned about yourself right now. It's a constant learning. It's a yeah. constant learning. And I believe that the higher my vibration, the more light comes in, the more soul codes open up, the more information that comes in. And so it's been a constant state of learning. And I basically learned everything that I know from my guides. 
and from downloads that have just come in. Oh, that's where it was because I wasn't allowed to read books or yeah. anything. And so the knowledge that I had was, you know, innate knowledge that just came to yeah. me. So you were talking about Octorian, which is new to me. I don't know what that is, but that's oh, okay. probably new to yes. people who are listening. Yes. Some, maybe not everybody on my podcast. So talk a little bit. You said you were there. I love how you explained it. Cause I do agree. Not that I don't agree with anything you're saying, but I do agree with the fragments of souls. And I loved, it was such a beautiful journey, the way you described it. And you were saying we were all kind of hanging out in Octorian, I believe is what you said. Is that correct? Before uh, we were, the, go yeah, ahead. We were, hanging at, we were working, doing something in the Andromedan system. And, oh, what is that? Yes. That is a different galaxy, much like uh, the Milky Way. Okay. And so the Andromedan system has a whole set of planets and all of the planets in our universe are teeming with life. They're just not life like we know it. Mm. You know, it could be a gaseous form. It can be, you know, swirling masses of colors. It can be hominid forms. Oh, you broke up again. It could be swirling gases of color. And then it's really important to say here what you said. It could be another hominid form, you know, the head, arms, the legs, but they it, they have different types of faces, different shapes, yeah. you know, different colors, that type of thing. And so Arcturus is a planet and it is also, there's a star. And what happened was I was actually studying with some teachers in New Mexico and they were teaching Peruvian shamanism, Weechaws, etc. And we were on a trip going down to Chaco Canyon. And during our trip down there, we stopped to stay overnight. And as soon as I got checked into the hotel and touched the door handle, I heard, go lay down and journey. Mm. Now, I just put everything down because I learned to listen to my guides. I mm. put everything down. I laid down on the bed and immediately I went into like the underworld. And I was having all types of experiences and things. But the thing that really struck me was there was a man who started walking up to me, very tall man, and he kind of was dressed like a gladiator and I'm thinking what the heck you know and so I'm like who are you and he goes I'm a new guy that's come to work with you and I'm like oh well cool you know what time era are you from you know why are you dressed like this and he goes that doesn't matter what matters is I am Arcturian and you are too I love that. and then I just woke up and I wrote it down and then I got onto my cell phone and I typed in Arcturian and I was like, oh my gosh, there's a place called Arcturius. I knew nothing about it because yeah. I was, I had not been reading books or had been studying about anything galactic. So I called my husband, I told him and I'm like, oh my gosh. And he's like, well, of course he would tell you that. And of course, of course there is, you know, he's very supportive and nothing tends to surprise. I tend to be more surprised mm -hmm. than he does. Um, and so that's how I began to understand that I was Arcturian. And for a long time, I thought that I was from the Boots constellation from Arcturius and had come in and incarnated into a human form. And yes, that is true. 
but it was only part of who I was. I brought in those Arcturian vibrations because it was easy to come into this body because there was an Arcturian framework because the soul that had originally inhabited the body was from Arcturian directly. And so there was a very strong resonance that I could easily slip into. And as I healed the body, more and more of that soul energy could come in and connect with the physical form. I love that. I love all of that. It's interesting. And I agree. And I, I believe all of that. It's like, there's a certain star. I don't think it's a star. I think it's a planet that I communicate with constantly when I'm on walks with my dog or sitting outside. And I know I'm from that particular place and I haven't spent enough time to, um, It'll come in time where I'll communicate and know. So I love the story. Um, There's something, I want to ask you some more questions. Is that okay? Sure. Yeah. So I love everything that you're bringing forward. It's so beautiful. And I love what you said. She said something that's so important for everybody to hear, which is her guides. First of all, she listens to her guides and whatever they tell her, she has such trust with them. She listens to them and then does what they ask. And I want to ask a question about that in a second, but I want to highlight something else. And then I've heard this before, and this has happened uh, with me as well. There's, they'll tell you, don't study. They'll tell me, don't study certain things. And they want to teach me something on their own. Um, and I love that you shared that as well. That Wait, where is the other thing? Mm, it's gone. So your guides, do you know them intimately? Do you know who they are or are they a collective energy? And I got to go get my dog, but I want you to answer that question. That's okay, sure. They are a collective energy. And it used to be that they would manifest to me, um, you know, using third eye and sometimes around me. I could feel them touching me. And sometimes I could catch glimpses of even what they looked like but they were manifesting to me in a way that was acceptable for me, okay? And so as more and more time has progressed, they have become more like what they truly are, which is the vibrational frequency. And so now, instead of them having to show me something that I could wrap my brain around, all they have to do is to run through me. Mm -hmm. And that's the way I, I live my life. And that's the way I do my job. Um, I, I laugh and tell people, you know, they say, oh, my God, you're the hardest working person we know. And you're going all the time. How do you have the energy? And it's like, I, I'm really the laziest person, you know, because I just let my guides do it all. Mm -hmm. I don't have to. So I don't get physically tired because they run energy through me, whether I'm doing healing work or, you know, working in people's grid systems or cleaning the house or whatever, you know, whatever it is. If I just open up and allow them to flow through me, which is me anyway, because we were a collection. If they just flow through me, then everything goes so smooth in my life. It broke up again. Wake me up. You said, if you allow them to just flow through you, everything goes smoothly in your life and then continue. 
Yes, and they're constantly just giving me downloads, and then they open up in the appropriate time. Most of the time, they will wake me up around, you know, sometimes it's 2 o'clock, sometimes it's 4 o'clock, but usually around 4 o'clock, and they'll just start flooding me with information and showing me the final outcome of what it is that I'm supposed to do. And I used to think I had to figure everything out. And that's what was making life so hard in those early years. But now it's like, oh, that's cool. So how are you going to do it? And they just open doors and I just have to walk through them. Love that. How are you able to say, Sheila, how long you've been doing this? I mean, I know it's been lifetimes, but how long in this particular incarnation has this been going on for you? Um, this happened in 1999, in September of 1999. Wow. And so anything pre-99, I have no clue about. And so now, um, so I've been here for 23 years. And everything, like I said, it, it was really, the moratorium was really lifted after I published my book, Walk-In's Cosmology of the Soul. Then they said, you can start reading. I had never read a book about a walk-in up until that time. Never. That's amazing. I believe you. And I agree with everything. And I can tell by yeah. the way you give information that this information is very organic and authentic to you. And it's been, it's almost like birthing through you too. I understand what you're saying and um, I love all of it. So I, I, let me just ask a couple more quick questions. The first question I have is, because I'm curious how you're going to answer this. Do you have a specific mission or are they a variety of missions to what you're doing right now on this earth plane? I have one specific mission, and that is to be a way shower, to help expand people's consciousness to get ready for the awakening and to help you know, with the ascension process. That's, that's why I came here. And everything that I do supports that mission. And it has grown from being um, a single person, having my own circle, starting with 20 women, to growing multiple circles. At one time, I was working full-time and had seven circles going wow. uh, that met every month. From land to what I do now with the Witch Alliance. And so they I have to have stop you again because the, the internet is not cooperating with us. <laughs> but what's so good is I'm recalling seven circles meeting once a month. And you're great because you're able to pick it up. So go. <laughs> what else yeah. did you say after that? And so I then began to have events on the land where I brought in other speakers because my guides, every time I thought I was doing exactly what I needed to be doing, I would hear audibly, go bigger, mm. go bigger. But they didn't give me an instruction manual. Yeah. So, you know, so it's like, what do you mean go bigger? So for the first you know, couple years, I, I thought it meant I had to go bigger, that I had to do all the work. And so I was learning all of these modalities and offering all these services. And I still do that. But I thought it had to just be me. I had to reach more people. I had to tell more people. I had to show more people that were souls in a body having a human experience we're all connected to source the whole you know the whole enchilada but that it was not that 
It was, I had to go bigger in my way of thinking of how I could reach more people. And of course, now I've started the Wish Alliance and every day, every Thursday we have gatherings. I have multiple people providing or listing their services and others come to them. So I don't have to provide the services. I'm just providing the format. And it's like, phew, thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's kind of like why we do Membership for Your Soul because there's people yeah. like you out there that have this incredible expertise and you're a, then I'm able to invite you in and share you with my community and everybody gets blessed at the same time. And we're getting a lot of comments on Facebook, you know, um, and, and people are sharing. Part of the, I'm going to share something with you, Sheila, that I love. So somebody shared a Wikipedia page for Octaurus, but I'm like you. I, I like, I do read, I like to read, but I, everything I do and everything I study, if I study, I go to my guides or my guides tell me where to study because I like pure information. I don't like um, collective information that gets diluted by a lot of opinions. And it feels to me, tell me if I'm wrong, but it feels to me like you operate not I'm not going to say the same way as me because you have your own beautiful way of how you do things, but it feels to me like you do work with the purity of the information, which is what you're saying. And then you discern what's for you and what's not for you. Am I wrong? Am I putting words in your mouth? What, what do you feel about that? Yeah, no, that's, that's exactly right. Um, I have to, you know, there at one point I would hear things from my guides and it was such fantastic information that I was like, oh yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just crazy. Those are voices in my head, blah, blah, you know. And I went through that whole paradigm of releasing all those limiting beliefs and stepping into pure trust. Mm -hmm. And the pure trust is because I could feel the purity and the connection with source energy. And if it's not of source, I want nothing to do with it. I don't care what it is. I want nothing to do with it. And the fact that they would only tell me things of pure light, of of unconditional love, of how to support Mm -hmm. people, of how to, you know, even with the services that I provide, how to really get into those areas of their life to help them be able to release, to let go. And, you know, it was, it was a process of learning, but now it's like, I am them and they are me and they flow through me and I trust them because I know they're blind. I have seen things, seen things, I've experienced things that honestly you just can't make up. <laughs> you yeah. just, you just can't make it up and you can't read that kind of stuff in a book. No. And then what will happen is when I think, man, this is just the most fantastic information. I'm just going to set it aside. Then it'll be validated because I will hear about someone teaching something very similar to what it is I'm doing, just like with the resonance that we have. Yeah. Because we're following our guides and you're teaching so many people because you've got that trust too. Yeah. You're just, you know, you're following that ribbon of energy. Yeah. And I love what you, that's why I kept putting a thumbs up because, um, and it wasn't like, it's just cause I relate to a lot of what you're saying. And I'm so grateful that you're here sharing this. And I want to ask you one more question before I do, for those of you who are listening, um, her website is Sheila Seppi. I, 
I really am getting so many chills. Go and check it out. It's S-H-E-I-L-A-S-E-P-P-I.com. I put it in the Facebook group. It'll be in the show notes of the podcast um, and membership. It'll be, you guys have access to it because you're going to have access to her amazing class. And if you guys are thinking of joining Membership Your Soul, it's uh, joinsoul.com. And you can read about that and get Sheila's class this month. But before I go on, I'm just looking at your website. She has a lot of incredible services. You can already tell she's got an incredible amount of information. And I love the way she shares her information because it's not from ego. And as people have heard me say, especially in my programs, I don't, we, we purposely, Laura finds a lot of the teachers who works with me, but she knows I don't want teachers that come from an ego state. And I don't, she'll, I'd love to ask you two questions before we go to the Q and A. Of course. One of them is about like, I'm not against ego because we all have some type of, maybe you don't, I'm not going to speak for you. I have some type of ego that comes in, but I really feel for me, I want to feel what you feel about the information you're sharing, how you're lifting people up. Let me just say, say it this way. I feel like in my communities, I don't see myself as a guru or anything like that. I see myself as a teacher, a facilitator, a gatherer and sharing information. What do you feel like, what do you feel about that? And what is like, how do you address, how do you work with people? Let's talk about that. Yeah, it's the exact same. That's because what I, what I feel is that it's we, it is a we. I mean, I came from a collective and my vocabulary has all, it's not like I'm doing something, it's we are doing something. It is a we, but it's not just we, it's us we. That makes up the we. And when I am teaching or if I've got speakers coming and stuff, just like you, I just open it up because everybody's questions are important. Everybody has a reason for being on this planet. You would not be here if you were not here for a purpose. Mm-hmm. And to share your light with the world, everyone has a voice. And to me, it doesn't matter if they're nationally recognized or if it's somebody I run into the grocery store, what people have to say is of paramount importance. Mm -hmm. And it takes, you know, earlier on when I, I always have tried like even developing the healing center, bring other people in with me here, let's do this together. Let's do this. And I would always end up getting stuck with the bag, you know, like I would rent the facility it'd be in my name. Nobody wanted to come in after a while. It's like, fine. I don't want anybody to come in. That's yeah. fine. I, I understand that lesson. I got it loud. Yeah. And but what I do want to do is incorporate everybody in what we're doing because too many times I see like oh look at me look what I do I'm I'm this and I'm that and those are the kind of people that I'm kind of like eh, you know this is yay good good on you yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. but I, yeah I'm looking for conscious collaboration yeah I agree with you and I love the way you shared it. and you can all hear from Sheila like just being in her energy is so beautiful I want to ask one more question and then we're going to stop the Facebook live and just go to the members because that's what we do here. Um, it's part of being part of membership. Thank you so much, Sheila, for sharing everything you've shared. Shared. I really want to suggest everyone that you go and check out her site and um, she's really got some amazing work and that story is incredible. I love it. Let's just talk quickly. Can If someone wants to be a walk-in, can they ask to be a walk-in? Okay, there's two different answers to this, yes and no, 
and I'm going to start with the no. Okay. You cannot request a soul exchange walk-in or an infusion or an overlay or a braid or any of the other types of walk-ins that there are. You cannot ask for that because that is a pre-birth planning scenario or an emergency case only. What you can ask for is for more of your higher self to come in, for more of that pure divine essence that makes you you to come in. You can ask for more of your multidimensional self to come in, for, time, for aspects that are in other timelines to come in, but that comes in as a result of prayer work, of meditation, and of personal spiritual desire. That's what comes in. There is something called a walk-in infusion, like what happened to my soul, or my son's soul. A majority of his soul left, and then higher aspects of his angelic aspect came in and took, you know, became the soul of that body. You can ask, anyone out there can ask for a soul infusion of their higher self. I mean, that is for you coming in. You're already perfect in that divinity aspect. And so anything that comes in is going to be of a pure benefit to you and all those around you. But that aspect comes in through prayer, meditation, and personal work. I love that. Thank you. I love that answer so much. And it's so funny. I was like, oh, I have to introduce her to Ariel. And I'm like, oh, wait, I just saw your co course. She has a walk-in course on her site. I'm looking at her services now. Um, you came from Ariel. I forgot <laughs> from Sacred Stories. So that's great. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I really, I could talk to you all day because um, there's other questions. So I think what I'm going to do... <sighs> I think we're going to have to have a part two interview with you because there's just so much here that you could offer up to everyone and even me, myself, as I'm learning what you're saying. Um, and I just love the way you answered that last question about the work that people can do to call in higher aspects of themselves. And I'm butchering your answer, so just it's my summary of it. So please know that Tell people how they can work with you and then we're going to, we're going to stop at the Facebook page, but I really do feel like a lot of people could benefit from learning from you. And I'd like you to share from your perspective, how you love to work with people and how they can work with you. Absolutely. So I do work one-on-one -on -one with people, but I also work, um, through Zoom with a lot of people. And they, you can go to the website, SheilaSeppi.com, look through the services, see if there's anything that resonates with you, first off. Don't walk in, it resonates with you. Okay. The other thing is if you're looking for healing type services, you can go to the SheilaSeppi.com under the healing section and I'll redirect you to my, you know, regular website that I have worked, you know, I work in tandem now with my son and we have a healing center and we provide a lot of different services. So there may be something there that you're interested in. I will always do my best to get back with you, you know, within 24, 48 hours. I'll always try to, you know, directly um, answer the questions that you send to me. If you're a walk-in, let me know because everybody has questions. And on my website, if you think you're a walk-in, go to the author section, 
look at the drop-down menu, I have the introduction to my book. I have the forward there. If you sign up to be on the mailing list, you get the first chapter, and there's a questionnaire. And look through those questions and see if you answer yes to a majority of those questions, chances are you are a walk-in. Or maybe you've had this massive spiritual awakening, and you can learn to differentiate between being a walk-in and being, uh, you know, having a soul awakening. But the reality of it is, all of this having been said, the most important thing is this now moment. And regardless of how we got here, if a walk-in, soul infusion, all of that, what is important is this now moment and what we choose to do and how we choose to embrace humanity and spread our light. That's the most important thing. All this other stuff is just icing on the cake. And so if you're not interested in sharing your light, then I would suggest you've got some personal work to do and do that first because then everything else is going to start just flowing in automatically. I love this. So um, thank you for that. So Sheila, what is the name of your book and is it out already or is it coming out? No, it's, it is out. It's called Walk-Ins Cosmology of the Soul. And, you know, it's in the, the paperback format. It's in the Kindle and it's also in audio. Great. And then also when you go to her services, if you look at her healer section, there's a ton there. It's really great. And then when you scroll all the way down, you'll see um, the other website, which is spiritwaywellness.com. So go, go check that out. Sheila, stay on because we're going to do a couple of questions with membership. Is there anything you want to say to everyone before we, because um, we do have a lot of people on Facebook are like, I, I think I'm a walk-in or I'm a walk-in. And um, so I just, I just want to thank you so much for sharing your light and everything. Um, so is there anything you'd like to say to everyone before we move into memberships, private questions? Sure. I do just want to let everyone know that we are all connected. And so even if you feel lonely, you have support. All you have to do is reach out, ask for your guides, you know, connect with your guides. They are your most valuable source. And always remember that you're a soul having a human experience and that no matter what is happening around you, everything is exactly the way it needs to be. May not be the way we want it. But it's exactly the way that we need to be. And on the other side, we made these contracts to have these experiences. So try to find the lesson. You know, what are you learning from these experiences? If you're having cyclical events occur in your life, look at the commonalities and say, you know, what is it I need to learn? And look at all of the tragedies as a gift for learning and drop into that gratitude because you are, you know, important. You are here for a reason. Love that. Thank you so much. All right, guys. Thanks to everybody on Facebook. Um, you can learn more about Sheila. And I put the comments, I put it in the Facebook comments. And you can listen to this interview again on Who Can It Be Now, the podcast. Take care. Okay, I stopped the live stream. All right. So Yarun asked, funny question, maybe. Does she experience life as an adult? Does she feel like she's in sync with her body like it's her own? This is my body, but I also have to say I'm 60 years old, but I've only been here 20 years. So I feel like I'm a 20 year old. I don't feel 60. And honestly, since I entered the body, you go back and look at photos. I am anti-aging. Yeah, you look unbelievable. So, Are you kidding me? 
No, I just, I turned, I'll be 61 this year. It's like, whoop, whoop. Not that it's, I mean, I'm, but you look absolutely, I would say like 40 or below. Like oh, it's crazy. You're you. anti-aging. That's great. Yes. Wow. Um, I didn't mean to interrupt that That's statement. Okay. I was just like, what? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, Donna. You are on. Oh. Can you Hi, hear me? Yes. Hi. Hi. So how else can we anti-age? Can we use like <laughs> laser, laser? Yeah. Besides, That's not like, really your question though, right? No. Okay, let's, <laughs> I'm sure it's all of our questions, but what, what is my question? Yeah, sweetie. Do you know what my question is? No. <laughs> um, well, I joined late and I raised my hand and I got picked. Um, hmm. Were you able, did you listen to the conversation? Yeah, a lot of it. Okay. So then what's your question for Sheila in, a, in terms of the conversation? I don't, I don't really have one right now. Okay. So I'm going to leave sorry. you. That's okay. okay. Thanks, Donna. <laughs> if you have a question after, um, by all means, ask it. Sandra said, just curious about how long you've been married and what that has been like to have. So you didn't, Sandra, you came on late. Um, Sandra's, uh, uh, I saw it in Facebook. She was married before this, um, happened and when this happened she left her husband you said three months Sheila right yes yes okay. and I think that that marriage probably should have been over but the old soul didn't have the energy to deal with it and so it just kind of went along with the flow of when I came in and I'm like, no 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 this is not this is not acceptable and so yeah I left within three months and then um I was on my own for four years and I met my husband and that story also is in the first chapter of the book and it is you, you it's spirit everywhere is all over it very synergistic and so we have now been married this is going on 18 years Wow. Yeah. Cause it sounds absolutely incredible. And does he do this type of work or did he want to do this type of work? You know, he was, um, always spiritually awakened and, uh, very much alive. Um, he runs the family campground that Sugarloaf and campground mm -hmm. here in Leadville. And he is out with the people and on the land and he is kind of like a guardian of the land. And so he does a lot of energy work with that. He's done Reiki with me. He's done a lot of the healing modalities with me, but he just goes because he's a supportive partner. <laughs> yeah. I actually and, like that because I, you know, I, I talk to a lot of spiritual people and we talk about some people, some of us don't really want the woo woo type of spiritual man. We want the more grounded man. Because, and it sounds to me like he's very much like open to everything you go through, but is also a grounded person with you. Oh, that, yes. Yeah. Yes. Because sometimes it hasn't happened in a while, um, but I, the soul will leave the body and enough just to be animated will stay. And he kind of takes care of me during those times. Um, and it's a lot of time he'll look at me because I guess I get a certain look. He's like, are you here? Yeah. <laughs> you need to stay home from work. I'm like, not. I mean, I think I'm here. Am I here? Yeah, I'm here. <laughs> you know. 
Yeah. So when you do, I understand what you're saying. When you do channel or you do communicate with your guides, for me, it's trans channeling. So it's like, I'm still here, but I'm kind of in the corner of the room, listening to everything and then repeating. What's your right. experience? I'm curious. It, it's kind of the same. Um, like when I do the um, crystal and grid work, I'm, I'm going to put my puppy down now because I think, oh, my son's home. Yay. <laughs> Take him. Um, keep an eye on him. Thank you. Um, so when I'm doing my soul work, then, and I look at someone's grid, I'm actually connecting in with them and the information just runs through me and I'm very present. But once mm -hmm. it's over, I record it because once it's over, I have no clue. Right. You, you don't remember anything. Happening exactly Sorry. and that's okay yeah and so that is you know that's considered trans channeling when i'm doing um if i'm making a presentation and i just get off on one of these you know and i'm just going and at the end i'm like wow that was really interesting <laughs> you know inside my head it's my guide because i just you know i just show up and they yeah. run through me so i am present i don't um, you know, my step aside, it just more or less merges and they yeah. present the information. Yeah. I have, I have the same experience. I, cause I don't, I think it's semi-trans. I can't remember the whole name, but I don't allow full on because, uh, you have your husband there, which is great. I would have two dogs going, what the F is going on here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I don't do that either. <laughs> so, um, it, it, it doesn't seem like I'm going to see, I think we're good with questions. I knew about this, but had not heard anyone experience. Great conversation. It is an amazing conversation. I do want to ask one more question because you are just a, just so full of incredible information, which is just so amazing. And Donna, if you have a question we put down on the spot there, just let us know and you can re I'm going to take lower your hand just in case it comes to the question, but tell us a little bit before you have to go, are you okay with like a few more minutes? I just want to know about sure. the crystal grids, what you're doing, the work yes. there that you're doing. Yes. Okay. Well, there's two different, there's two different things. There's the earth work and then there's the people work mm -hmm. and our body, you know, we have our energetic framework. We have that etheric body, our body template, body double. And within that, we have light codes. And for me, when I get my connection going with the person, it's like I'm actually looking inside the field and I'm looking for the little flickers of light. And then I go towards those light to see what they are. Sometimes they look like a grid. Sometimes they look like geometric shapes. Sometimes they literally look like time capsules. And when I see a time capsule, that to me represents that the information that I'm going to give to them, they need to know, but it's going to open up a little bit over time. And when I work in the, and when I see the framework, it, it, it is crystalline. It's a crystalline mm -hmm. nature. When I work on the land, I will connect my consciousness and like down, um, it's probably like 12 feet beneath our property. I can connect with this grid, which has like a crystalline light. And when I, when I come to it, I literally see like a grid. Okay, like a mandala almost. Yeah. Okay. Oh. And when I connect with that, 
it kind of like turns and it'll put me in the direction that I need to go. And there's one place where it's almost like a crystalline river and I can get into it. And then there are like waterfalls and there's stairs and there's all kinds of things that open up to different dimensions or different realities that I can travel into. But the work for the land itself is simply the putting the energy into the land and connecting with that land and sending healing energy because Gaia is a conscious being. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people say, well, Gaia is the next incarnation. It's actually Tara or it's Tara or it's this, that, and the other. You know, it, it's Mama Gaia to me. And so when I connect in with that energy, sometimes I can almost feel like, you know, this moaning type of energy. And it's not a moaning like, oh, I'm in pain kind of moaning. It's like a giving birth mm. kind of moaning. And so when I connect my energy in with that, then I can feel these vibrations or these frequencies and I can track where some of those are going. Sometimes they're going to people and the people who need to awaken that are supposed to do the work to help her because a lot of us on this planet are kind of like um, earth acupuncture needles. Mm -hmm. And so we go to certain spots and we do ceremony and we do healing on the land and that frequency travels through us as if we were a needle in an acupuncture session, travels through us and connects down to that particular spot on the earth and provides healing. Wow. Great. So I hope you're writing more books, are you? I am actually. Um, I'm going to take off the first week of April and hopefully get all the different interviews and things. It's called We the Experiencers. Mm. And it has to do with tons of different kinds of experiences that people are having and why they're having these experiences and, you know, exercises. If you want to experience some of these types of activities, oh, what you good. can do to connect with it. Also, I don't know if you have a podcast, but I really feel like something because you, your your information, the way you present it, I know that they agree. The way you present it, it's just really so incredible, Sheila, and it would benefit so many people just by. I don't know if you do it. You're a little frozen now, but it's just a suggestion. You don't have to do it. Um, but I really think that you have so much information that it's really it's beautiful Aww, and really helpful. Thank you. One thing that I do is offer, um, you know, we have meetings on Mondays and Thursdays that anybody could join. And I always ask other people, I have never presented at one of these meetings, you know, kind of like you, you're bringing on all these speakers mm -hmm. for your membership and stuff. And I try to do the same thing and um, give people an opportunity to, you know, ask questions and different things. And they're all recorded on the other website, which is the wishalliance.org and they can go in and listen to any of those presentations and actually I'd love to put your stuff up too so that would be know, great yeah check I'll... it out it's a it's just a wider community of light workers that have gathered to really offer services and support to people who are waking up and that find they need a little bit of guidance because you know one of the things that 
I was so grateful for, uh, which sounds terrible in a way, but it was like I didn't have to provide all the services because someone may resonate more with you than they do with me, or they may resonate with whoever it is on the site. And that's great because the information's getting out. And to me, that's all that's important is people's getting the type of support that they need in order to grow and to expand because, you know, we are in a very fast pace right now, moving exponentially. You know, I used to say everything was ex- uh, ascension, ascension, but we've been as- ascending since the time of dawn. You know, <laughs> thank but, you for saying that. Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> but it's a, it's an ascension of our uh, consciousness. It is a conscious expansion and awakening, unlike what's really ever been seen on this planet since you know Atlantis. And so within this time cycle, this framework, um, you know, things are just going exponentially and to be there to support people, to help them wake up. I can't think of anything more fulfilling. So, you know, my goal is to be in service to humanity right now, however that shows up. That's great. I love it. Thank you so much. Thank you for this whole conversation Um, for anybody who's listening, make sure you go and check out her website. She's got so many great, amazing things. And obviously you guys in membership, you're going to get your, her class, which I believe is probably next month that it's coming out. And the class is walk-ins cosmology of the soul. And then she'll do a Q and a with everybody in membership. Anybody who's listening to the podcast, if you want to check that out, go to joinsoul.com. And if you want to check out Sheila, it's Sheila Seppi, S-E-P-P-I.com. It'll be in the show notes. Sheila, thank you so much. This was incredible. Thank you for having me. It's so, so fun. Yeah, no, it's so, so, so amazing. And I always love like, I kind of love that I don't know anything about the teachers and then I get to explore and get to know them when I, when I talk to them. So it's so much fun for me to learn and everything, which is great. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. You're welcome. And I want to uh, send love to your puppy. I hope everything goes great. Thank you. Thank you. I see that his vet has called. He has a little holistic vet. So I got to call her back. Yeah. Hopefully good news. Good. And I love that it's a holistic vet. Good. Absolutely. Thank you. Thanks, everyone. Take care, Sheila. Have a great night. Bye. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye.